Today is a great day for a car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on the SL podcast. This is a car. Good day and welcome to the car wash. This is episode number 48. On today's show, we're slewless. That's right. Our regular host, well, for the show is not with us. Uh, I'm Simon Strello. You may know me as the guy who knows nothing about football, <laughs> but edits this car crash. I mean, car wash. Um, and I'm, I'm not alone. Uh, some say that the only thing he can't save us from is his own terrible jokes. It's Sean Roberts. Hey, Simone. Thank you. <laughs> And Thank as you. far as we know, his only current curse is being cursed with putting up with the nonsense on this show. It's Teko Madise. Hey, Tex, Tex, Tex. How are you, Simone? Very good. We're very good. Also joining us today, special guest, journalist with Sokola Duma, Maseba Rina. Did I get that right? Rina. Yes. Rina. Yeah. Rina. Come on, man, Simon. And he, he can't say hello right now because I've stolen his <laughs> microphone. Anyway. If you're listening to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Mahiking 96.7 FM, welcome to the show. Sean Roberts, we're unleashed. It's over <laughs> can, to you, bro. We can begin. Yes, joke of the we day. We start with joke of the day. This one is below par. Teko, just for you. I would be surprised if Teko gets this, actually. What do, sprint, what do wow. sprinters eat before a race? Nothing. They fast. <laughs> Hey, that's good, eh? <laughs> All right, boys, straight into it, straight into oh, it. Teko, Steve Compella, what is happening? What is happening? Steve Compella, what is happening? What's your thoughts? What's your thoughts? Oh, I did not see this coming. He's joined as a senior coach. What are you doing, Teko? It sounds like you locked yourself in a fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. I don't know. Hey. Masebe, what do you think? I mean, he's joined as a senior coach, inverted commas. I don't know what that means. We were speaking last week on the podcast about uh, the two coaches working hand in hand or side by side. We said it might mm. work. It may not work. Now you throw Steve Compella into the mix. who We know who is a head coach who you cannot see taking a backseat to anything. How is this going to work? Masebe, what's your feeling on this? Like, what, what do you think is going to happen at Sundance? Well, first of all... Um uh, we it, it caught all of us by surprise. Eh? We we did not see mm. this one coming. Um, all we knew was that he uh, was at Golden Arrows uh, uh, in their preseason, preparing the team for the new season. Uh, after not doing so well last season, um, finishing just above that relegation zone, mm. and uh, all of a sudden is. Uh, Resigning and uh, joining Sundowns. Um, so do, do, do you think he? Do you think he did enough last season to warrant him signing for possibly one of the biggest clubs in Africa? I mean, isn't it's just bizarre? I know he's got a great track record. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But has he done enough to? Well, again, we don't know what his role is, do we? So I mean, it's it, it's all yeah, up in the air. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. It's bizarre. Uh, I'm not too sure about the the reasoning behind it. Mm. Um, but uh, if we if we were to look at uh, that way of what he he did last season, uh, I don't think he did enough. Yeah. But I don't think that um, he was he got that role based on that. I think maybe of there's course. something else they they, they, they want from him. Uh, like you say, we we don't know what 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 his role is all about. Yeah. To begin with, it seems like these talks have been going on for quite a while. I mean, you wouldn't have thought that this was sort of a, 
a flash decision, if you know. Or, or the question is, do you think he would be there if Pizzo wouldn't have left? Probably not. Probably not. Probably yeah. not because they 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 had three coaches already. Yeah. Uh, when Pizzo was there, Roland was was already there. Coach Mangum was already there. So, um, he's more like replacing Coach Pizzo, so to speak. But uh, in terms of <laughs> along the, along terms, with two other coaches, yeah. in terms in terms of the role, we, we we don't know because they say he's reporting to the coaches that are already there. Okay. Whose roles uh, are not clear? I mean, exactly. We, we don't know who's there. And Rolani used to work underneath. Yeah. Compella, yeah. didn't he? At one stage. You, you you know what I wish Sundowns can do for us is to tell us who's the who's the assistant coach of like Sundowns. Like, yeah. If they can just put it that way, yeah. not to say yeah. <laughs> Not, not to say this one is the senior coach and, you know, there's going to be, like, confusion. It's yes, confusing. exactly. Yeah. Seko, what's your feeling on this, bud? I, I, I think it's, it's confusing to us as fans. Are you a fan? I've always been a fan of football. Okay. <laughs> um, I think, look, for me, I think Steve is a perfect fit. Um, we know his expertise. And uh, Steve is a believer of a total football mm-hmm. play. You know, I think that that will blend in very well with what Mamlele Sundowns has been doing in the past years with Pizzo as well. And um, this is the guy that also um, um, is able to spot the talent. You know, he's worked with, uh, you know, look at the track record of all the teams that he's worked with besides Casey Chiefs. He's always been a guy that has always coached so-called underdogs teams, but he's always Mm -hmm. done well. So imagine having... Uh, the type of quality players that he has at Mamedi Sundance. I think that will, will will help him as a coach. And I think that's an opportunity that he saw so as you, well. you 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 speaking think, now that like Steve Compeller's head coach. That's how you're speaking. No, no, sure. That's how I'm hearing it. That's what I'm hearing it. That's what No, what I'm saying that's is what the I, fans I, are I, saying. No, I, I believe just just because Steve Compeller is, is is been the coach um, for for such a long time, it was the same case as Mangobo when Mangobo arrived at Mamelodi Sundowns. Nobody saw him as an assistant coach, but he's been a coach for a while as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's easy to say Rulani can be an assistant because he has been assistant for a while. Of course, he had a stint as being a coach, but these are three coaches. You know, and I think um, with Mamelodi Sundowns is trying to do is it's it's trying to have as much power as they have on the pitch on the technical side mm-hmm. and which Pizzo had that because his multiple personalities and his charisma his character as well and uh, if you look at it as well they always had three coaches with with Mangova as well with uh, with Rulani I don't think now there's a sudden change I think the only thing that maybe Mabli Sanders hasn't done is coming out and say who is the head coach mm. uh, um, and, and also maybe uh clarifying what uh, what Steve Compella's role is. Yeah. But for me as an outsider looking in, I think the three of them they work well. I think the understanding is there. They know Roland has worked with, with Steve before. Steve is not a stranger to Mangova as well. Mm-hmm. I think these are guys that will actually have a common goal, which is to see Mamli Sanders doing great. But for me, I think the per- the, the, the most um, uh, interesting thing is was when I saw that happening, it was like a perfect fit for me. It was. It wasn't something that I saw it coming, mm. but for me, it makes sense. If you want to dominate, if you want to continue dominating, you can. You can do the best that you can, especially technically. You need to have people that are very, very, very shrewd and very sound. 
then Steve Compella comes in with his character as well and with his knowledge of the game as well. I think that'll be a perfect balance for all the three of them. Yeah, I, I just feel that you've got three big personalities there in the hot seat. I just feel if one coach disagrees with the other coach, what happens? Who has the final say? How's that going to affect the camaraderie going forward? Do, do you know what I mean, Masebe? Yeah, okay. I get what you mean, but, but but Sean, also, I think these are conversations that were held by all three of them and probably the, the boss himself. And coming into that, these are three personalities. Yes, they are different. Even when Pizza was there, there were three different personalities. But of course, Pizza was the one who was doing the, uh, the decisions. I'm, I, I think even now, I think Mangova and, and Rolando will be the one that makes decisions. That's that's my feeling mm. about it. But I think Steve is 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 new to the team. He he needs to settle in very quickly and understand what Sundance is about because it's different when you see it, when you see it from outside. When you play against Sundance, it's very different than when you work there. So I sure. think for him, he, he needs to acclimatize first and and get the feel of how how is it to to work from a mid Sundance. I think going forward, I think there will be a proper strategy in terms of who who gets to to make all the decisions. And I think for three of them, you know, you can always, there's always going to be clashes, of course. But I think what will stand out will be probably maybe the respects among, amongst each other. And also not forgetting what they're there for. They're there for to, to, to continue the success of Mamir Sundance, not to say who is making the decisions. Because at the end of the day, I think Mamir Sundance is bigger than any coach. No, absolutely. Um, Masebe, final thoughts on uh, <laughs> the the trifecta? Just <laughs> wrap that. Um, uh, to to add to what uh, Deko uh, uh, has just said, I think uh, in the in in their initial statement when the club uh, uh, announced that uh, Coach Mangoba and uh, Coach Rolani uh, were were the joint co- coaches of the of, of Sundowns. I think they they did mention that if there is a sort of like um, uh, a situation where they don't uh, reach uh, an, an an agreement on certain things, uh, then um, Mangoba's uh, word will be final on what on what's going to happen. I think that will still ap- apply, mm. but yeah. Saying it and uh, seeing that happen is two different uh, two, things. Two different things. Yeah. Whether that is going to happen or not, then it's a story for another day. Time will tell. Yeah, but uh, yeah. in paper, on paper, yes, yeah. that, that, that's the that's the agreement. Okay, we'll have to keep a close eye on that. I'm sure we'll we'll see a lot coming out in the next couple of weeks and whatnot. But moving on to transfers and what's happening, there's so much happening. Colin Alexander's move, Minari's just signed. Ali Meza's signed, Yusta's signed, Richard Ofori possibly going to Pirates. Masebe, what's happening, bud? A lot is happening. A lot mm. is happening. Uh, um, Pirates just also confirmed uh, Tabang Monar mm. signing, signing with them on a two-year contract. Uh, good signing for them. Uh, top player, his talent. Uh, no one can 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 doubt it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but a lot of people were actually expecting. To see him at Kaiser Chiefs, mm-hmm. that's all we uh, always no, uh, known to be uh, happening. Yeah, but yeah, things changed. Uh, maybe because uh, Chiefs are currently waiting for the decision from uh, 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 FIFA mm-hmm. uh, about that uh, um, appeal. Uh, 
mm-hmm. uh, against the transfer ban. So yeah, it's costing them. Uh, looking at how the things are happening, another one that we are still anticipating is that one of Sefiso uh, Santi, who is there uh, training with Kaiser Chiefs. Uh, very good player, also played for Wafana Wafana mm-hmm. uh, uh, against Zambia. So yeah, um, uh, uh, Nange also, Patricia Zonange, uh, another one we are hearing that is uh, likely to, to go there. So yeah, there's a lot happening. A lot uh, happening. TTM, um, hey. TTM and all Swallows signing players. Let's just step back quickly. Minori to, to Pirates. Obviously signed there because of what's happening at Chiefs in terms of the transfer ban. Do you not think if there's any position that's a bit too clustered at the moment is Pirates midfield, especially after the signing of Wade Yost as well? What do you think he's gonna is a starter? Do you think Minori's a starter at Pirates? I'll I'll pose that question to you, Teko. Oh yeah, you had to pose that to me. Look, dude, um we can't question Minari's talent. Sure. And um but also looking at the position that he was playing at Vets compared to what Ben Mutsuari is doing for London Pirates, it's going to be difficult for Monari to command a, a regular place. Mm-hmm. But also the versatility of Ben Mutsuari as well can also help Monari into playing that position regularly. Yeah. Because I think, I strongly believe that as much as there's so many midfielders at London Pirates, there's, there's not so much creativity going on. I think... I think the most creative midfielder that they have is Memela, mm-hmm. and uh, whom uh, at the Bar Bubble wasn't playing much. Right. But Mango and Mango was shining. Memela was the provider. Yes. You know he was the love wife for London Pirates. I think that I think also it's 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 a matter of who's available, who yeah. can come in and help us. And I think that's the situation. I don't think Monari was an ideal player that they were looking for. Mm-hmm. But also you look at you look at Gavin Hunt as well. Like Gavin Hunt favors Nange more. Sure. Than, than than Monari, so so Monari probably maybe sat down and, and looked at his options as well. And also, what doesn't help is what kids and chiefs are going through. Sure. But I think with a lot of parents, with with the culture they have, they can always change the system. They can always adapt to whatever system that they want to play. I mean, at Mummy Sundowns, they always play with two central midfielders. I think a lot of parents can do so as well. Mm-hmm. Kids and chiefs has done so for so many years, but it's just that it's it's what. What is it that uh, Zimbabwe needs to do in the new, in the new season? Mm. Because this is a team that we know that defensively they haven't been great. Is is Monari going to come in and help defensively? We know what Slocha is there for, mm-hmm. but with Monari, it's 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 something that very very puzzles me. It was a surprise for me because, I, like everybody else, I think I was expecting to go to Chiefs. Yeah, because I think at Chiefs, I think there's more room for him to play regularly. Number one, because he understands the coach. Number two, anybody that is quality in coming into Kansas Chiefs will help the team. Mm. But also, it's it's a lot of players have also a dream to play for one. So I think Monaro took his opportunity, but I think he's in the position where he needs to fight for for a place, and he's against the player that it doesn't get injured, mm-hmm. doesn't get suspended. He's he's forever playing very well. But I think also as a player, you need to grow to to to, to be in such situations. I think it's best for him to compete with with, with one of the players that I think has been overlooked in the national team. I think I, I think it's been overlooked. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah, but but also it's it's a new season, it's a new team. I think he needs to he needs to he needs to show us exactly what is it that he can do with the players that are so talented around him. I think his game can only go up. And uh, 
for me, but he's, I, I think he's going to struggle to be a starter unless unless there's a system change within the line of Pirates. But I highly doubt because of now with Hoto being there, you're going to rely on wingers. Yes. You're going to rely on speed. Yes. And, um, and with that, you also want to use all your creative midfielders. You want to have more on the pitch. Right. And it's, I think there's a lot, a lot of confusion for me in terms of how Orlando Pirates wants to approach next season. But I think they're going to be a third because they're not a new team. Kansas Chiefs will be a new team, definitely. If 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 the FIFA burn uh, is lifted, they're able to sign players, there will be a new team. Mamlou Sundowns, we know they're going to be a new team. I think the only the biggest threat in the league next season should be Orlando Pirates. And if they don't see it that way, I think there's a huge problem. Uh, but I think with all the additions that they have, yeah. I, don't, I don't see them starters. I don't even see Hoto as a starter because Orlando Pirates doesn't believe in, 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 in especially Zimbabwe, doesn't believe in out-and-out wingers. So I think those are the guys that need to adjust their games, especially... Especially Hoto, because he needs to play in between the lines, learning how to play in between the pockets. That's where your Lodge plays. That's where your Marco plays. That's where Puglia plays. And uh, I think it's easier for Manaro because Manaro is just competing for one position. But if you can check on the bar bubble, there was an issue between um, who needs to play with Mutsuari because there was always Makaringa changes to the new boy. I think it's Zungu. Yeah, Zungu. There's always that interchange. I think Monaro maybe might come in and use that, you know, and, and, and be the guy that actually can play with with uh, with Ben Mutsuari because I think Ben Mutsuari going forward is dangerous. Yeah. And I think Monaro will give will give uh, Ben that uh, license to go forward as much as he can. No, I agree. I think Mutsuari was the one of the players of the season for me for Paris last season without a doubt and yes, sir. and if if um, if Paris continue to do keep on their signings and we know that they're talking now to Richard Ofori and that's been yeah. in the press and Maritzburg have confirmed it uh, if that happens yeah. wow we're, we're in for a treat especially from uh, from Paris Sean, Sean, Sean we know it's going to happen Trust well, me, well the Sean. thing is is that he's got we, one year left in his contract well not even eight, eight months happen. eight months no, we, look, look at the relationship that Maurice Beck has with Orlando Paris it's going to happen yeah yeah I agree with Deco uh, it's likely to happen. Yeah, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. We can safely say and then, so. And then you got to ask the question: What happens at Maritzburg? Then do you, do you see someone like a a Riyad Peterser on loan to Maritzburg? Um, I'm just trying to think of who you would, who could you actually substitute? In my opinion, one of the best, if not the best, goalkeepers in the league at the moment. Um, what do you do? I mean, what keepers are available? You have to look at someone like Riyad Peterser on loan. I don't think they could afford him. Uh, what do you think? There, there, there's talk already of mm. him possibly go, going there. Mm. And uh, maybe also looking outside again, like they did with Ofori, mm. uh, look for another one from outside. Time is running out, eh? And uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he was a hell of a find. I mean, uh, Teko, what do you think? I mean, Ofori's, in your opinion, he's definitely going to Pirates, um, a substitute goalkeeper for Maritzburg. Anyone local besides. Uh, Riyad Peterson, or do you think Riyad is the the right the right move? Look, um, I think there's there's a lot locally that can go to Marisbeck, but who will we need to look at who is the goalkeeper that will come in and possibly do what Ofori was doing for the team mm. or what Ofori meant to the team? I think and with Peterson, I think he's he's much more experienced, and all he need right now, especially at his age, is proper proper game time. Mm. Because I think him not playing, um, the space in Bafana gets smaller and smaller. Yeah, for sure. And I think he needs to start playing. And we all know how interesting Maurice Beck is. We all watch Maurice Beck. And I think it also will make it easier also for the national team coach, Shulima. Uh, 
yeah. watch him play because now he wants to see him play. And I think if I was him, if that opportunity comes through, I'll go there because clearly, uh, to, my, to my respect, we all know that the reserve goalkeeper is just a guy that wants to chill over the weekend. <laughs> just a guy. A, yeah, just a guy. When given an opportunity, he never, he never grabbed it. Just a and guy. And we, we all knew when Ofori was on the pitch, you know, how the team felt confident. I think they need to get a keeper like that. Yeah. And uh, they don't need to get an Ofori like, because it's very, very difficult. It's very difficult to find a foreign goalkeeper that will come in mm. and do what Ofori did. I think that they just need to look local. And look at their books as well. Yeah. I think it's 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 imperative for any team now to look at their books and do proper business. I'm, you know, yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised he's not going to Europe. I, I honestly believe he's that good. It is good enough. Um, but Sundowns to Maritzburg as well. Ali Meza signs a two-year deal. Great signing yeah. for Maritzburg. Very good signing. And I'm surprised. Yeah. I, I am, and I'm not surprised that Sundowns released him. I think he had a good bubble as well. Um, but very good signing for Maritzburg. What do you think, Teko? The thing is, Meza is 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 good. I'm not gonna lie, he's a good player. But you have to compare him with all the boys that are coming in at Sundowns. Yeah. Now these are the boys that Yokapinga, who was great for 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 Black Leopards, mm. that is to come in and play. And uh, and you look you look at him even before the bar bubble. It wasn't a guy that gets regular game time. Mm. It's either he was injured or he was always on the bench because he's playing similar role as Serino and Serino. We know how Serino important is at Sundowns. Mm -hmm. So I think I think Meza um, um, with Marisbeck is will get proper proper game time. He'll get good coaching from Eric. Mm -hmm. And I think with with the attacking way they play, I think Meza will shine. We have an opportunity to shine. I there. agree. Yeah, so I think for me, my, um, he, it's it's a great move, and um, yeah, kudos to Marisbeck. Now they they signed proper. Now Marisbeck are doing proper things. I agree. I finally, agree. Finally, finally, yes. And 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 also to just to add there, with this uh, with this uh, uh, Pirates uh, offer to Pirates deal that's likely to take place, uh, you can also expect like some players from Pirates to. Sure. To, to go to my respect. Yeah. Like, uh, any idea who? Any word on the street that you, uh, that you heard of? <laughs> the boy was <laughs> there. The, the, the boy was there last season, like from, from January to the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, Kolani, yeah. Who, who did like very, very well yeah. for them. Uh, they, they are keen to, to, to keep, keep him, him yeah. like Celtic did with uh, Justice Shabalala. Sure. So, yeah. Um, maybe something, some, someone else. Some money uh, and some player swaps, eh? Yes, yes, yes. Because yeah. I don't also think that players that were on loan that we brought back to come and... Because I don't think any player that was on loan for Lando Paris will come in and command a regular place. Sure. Yeah, true. I true. think they'll stay at their respective teams or they'll move around. But I think with all the signings that uh, uh, Lando Paris have done are players that are there to actually come and play. And I don't think Tlolani is... is, is will be getting enough time to play at Orlando uh, Pirates. I think it's great. They let him grow a bit, maybe a season more. Mm -hmm. And if things are not working out, let him look at your Mamele Sundance or overseas or or one of the big teams as well. I think he's so much he's got so much talent, but also with smaller teams there's enough room to give players a chance to grow. Not in big teams. In big teams uh, there's results every day. And I can see what what Dolano Pirates is trying to do. It's tired of not losing, not winning anything, and you can see the intention of the new season right now. Mm, for sure. But the one the one transfer that's caught my eye, uh, Col Alexander to India, Odisha FC. I know Chiefs were obviously very very interested in his services. Um, and again, this transfer ban that's weighing over them has obviously played a big part in Cole's decision. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, the Indian, I think it's called the ISL, the Indian, Indian Soccer League. It's, it's big, uh, massive fans. Obviously, no fans this season due to COVID. But it's, a, it's an interesting move. Teko, what do you think? Uh, now we know where the guy will be our connect for all the spices and, and all that stuff <laughs> yeah. in India. All the curries, bro. Yeah, but for me, it's I was it was very shocking and surprising for to see Collins undergoing away, especially to India. But yet again, opportunities come, and you you look at the bottom line at the end of the day. Mm. And um, as much as I don't think this season is great for Casey Chiefs because they really want to do those signings, mm. they want to make those signings, but they can't because they're waiting. And for players as well, you want security. That's the first thing that you want. Yeah, you know, and and with Collins, and I won't blame him. Um, it'll be sad because now we won't be able to see him play every week. We know how exceptional he was for Pitford Vitz. Sure. I was hoping that, you know, he'll go to Chiefs or one of the big three mm-hmm. and play regularly as well. Because, you 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 know, I think it's one player that is in his rights to play for a big team. I couldn't agree more. Because we've seen him, we've seen him moving around in all these teams, struggling a bit, coming up and being yeah. great as he is. Absolutely, I think his end is right, but it's just that sometimes you know things are not going the way we suppose uh, we seem. But anyway, I wish him the best of luck, and uh, whenever he comes to South Africa, hopefully he'll come back to play for Bafana and come with spice, <laughs> so that we can marinate our bride. Some some freebies, some freebies. Masebet, yes. let's look at uh, <laughs> the rookies this season. TTM, Swallows, TS Galaxy. Already TTM are talking about releasing Opa Manisa. I don't know how true that is without even kicking a ball. Um, what is going on? What signings have TTM made so far? And in terms of Swallows and T- TX Galaxy, who do you think fares the best going forward for the 2021 season? Uh, yeah, TTM, TTM um, uh, surprised everyone uh, when they signed Opa Manisa and uh, Joseph Molangwane. Uh, uh, the, 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 there's a few other players that uh, they are signing, we, we, we are hearing. Uh, they were supposed to, to, to have their unveiling uh, today, that is Wednesday, uh, but uh, that has since been postponed to, to, to tomorrow, like Thursday. And um, we know they are playing on 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 Saturday, uh, their first ever match in the still top without flight. a coach. Still haven't <laughs> still haven't unveiled a coach. Uh, a coach did arrive there in Norman Mapeza, mm-hmm. the ex chipper coach. Uh, after a few days training the team, without having signed the contract, he decided you no, know, uh, the environment wasn't. Sustainable. Uh, sustainable. And wow. He, 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 After three days. He decided not to start. Wow. And we, we are hearing, yeah, about OPA that uh, 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 the deal could uh, collapse. But how? He signed a contract. <laughs> how can a deal just collapse? <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. We, we are not there. Uh, wow. we, we, we're just hoping that uh, they sort whatever issues that... Please, we need a we need a worry-free season, guys. Yeah, so that like uh, we can like concentrate on watching football. Oh man! Yeah, um, I hear uh, your Lerato Lamolas, uh, Gustavo Paez, ex-chief striker, the Venezuelan, uh, is going there. So yeah, we we waiting. We all waiting. You've heard Tabo Nyamani as well. Uh, Tabo Nyamani yeah. as well. Yeah. Yes, yes. 
so yeah um and uh, uh, uh test galaxy uh we, we 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 are hoping we're hoping uh i was happy to see their coach uh dan malisela yeah i like him joining them again you know mm. Yeah, uh, he made history. Yeah, I like him. Won them a trophy at the Netherlands Cup. He's a football guy. Yes, yeah. he is. He is. Uh, he has uh, spoken about Colum Lambo. Yeah. We, we know he's been released from Paris. Uh, they are very interested. They signed Sida, didn't they, as well, from Cape uh, City? Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, in, a, in a swap with yeah. Masheko yeah. uh, coming this side to join Cape Town City. So, yeah. Uh, Swallows, I've been very, very impressed. Mm. With uh, with with their business, with how they 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 doing their business. I yeah. mean, uh, they've signed like quality players for all the players. positions. Like yeah. uh, the last time I counted, they were on fourteen. Oh, fourteen. Yeah. Uh, so are you impressed or worried? Because for I, I, me, that's I, I, worried. I, 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 I've been impressed yeah. when they started, but uh, at the rate they are going, because uh, they are still talking to some players even more. Yeah. So now uh, it's starting to, to 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 worry me and probably the others. Like you say, you also worried. It's like they're do- overdoing it now. Yeah, and, and I've also heard how true it not or how true it is or not that their their coach also hasn't signed an extension. Um, they've, he's, he's been offered, but I've heard he hasn't signed. But I don't know how true that is. But from what you're saying, um, how business has been conducted in Teco, that this is aimed at you, um, TTM worrying swallows concerning in terms of all the signings they've made it's a brand new team starting a fresh season having no time together that's always a worry um but ts galaxy i think you know i think for me they're gonna um do the best out of the three of them but just in terms of having tim sukazia there he's a football guy he understands the game um Mm. but ttm swallows a little bit concerning text but what's your feeling on this where where do you think they're gonna fit in towards the season in the end of the season um i think ttm will be number 15 or 16. i'll say this why the reason is ttm knew already what they're trying to do in terms of buying the team and uh, i think i've said this in length in the show that they don't seem like a team that knows exactly what they're doing I think it was just that conversation that, guys, we need to buy the status for the PSL. And once they got it, they didn't know which additions to put into the team. I think the the signing of Opa and uh, uh, what's that other boy? Tight, uh, Yeah, he's a long one. I think it was just for statements. Like, guys, we are here. We can't make such signings. But, hey, we're going to pay them. <laughs> exactly. They forget that they have to pay them, you know? And uh, and 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 the other thing is like you, you you look at you look at how where the situation is for them right now. They need to play top eight, and uh, this this is one thing that all the teams probably maybe in the PSL are fighting to be in that competition. Mm-hmm. They're lucky they're there, and uh, I don't think they're taking very seriously while still unveiling players in two days or three days to go. Yeah, it's it's for me it's 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 worrying. With 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 with, uh, with Swallows, I think there's too many young boys that are being signed, which is great, right? But but this is this you, is not the NFD. This is the PSL. Exactly. You're looking you're looking at the, how tough the PSL is, mm. and you're looking at the demands of what the PSL. I think it's going to be tough for 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 Swallows, and uh, I think they need to do maybe two or three more proper proper signings. Because they don't want to be waiting for January when things are probably maybe that bad, and then they're looking for help from other teams. I think they need to get three or four solid guys that can help the team, mm-hmm. and especially with the goalkeeper. 
um, with Freeze, they they need another solid person that can actually help the team because the competition in NFD, uh, in Clare Africa, sorry, and the PSL is way, way different. I think they signed, they signed Taylor Ngobeni, yeah. Then that's proper. Yeah, then yeah. Taylor, then Taylor can be the first choice. Yeah. But I think defensively, they're very, very, very shaky. Yes, you're signing all these attacking young boys with energy. You can always rely on energy, but it can only take you that far. Sure. And also, how you lose games is how you defend. And I don't think you should ask Barocca how they suffered as well. Black Leopards, they all have the problems. Mm-hmm. They play good football, but they don't defend very well. And I don't think Marocca Solas is doing justice in terms of signing proper defenders. Mm. And also, if I was them, I'd be looking at Bitvets. You know, like, who can I, you know, the guys that experience, the guys that knows the game properly, I'll find space for them to come and slot them in until I get my feet right into the PSL. And then I can make all these young stars and all these proper signings because you can't be signing 14 or 13 young stars. Yeah, but you see, the, the, the problem is that uh, you, you talk about Buchle and all that, but a team like Swallows, they, they can't afford him. Do you know what I mean? And that's why they're signing all these youngsters, I believe, in terms of affordability. And I think, and that's the problem with a lot of teams in the PSL. If you're coming here to fight, you need some serious money. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? You can't be. Yeah, that's, what I'm, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. you can have four or five players yeah. that you can afford, and then you can have all these younger ones that you can you, you, you can have them around. And then you build a team around those five senior players, guys. And then that's how you build a team. But I think they've got they've got their own plans. They know what they're doing. But I just hope that it's not going to be the, the Morocco silos of before. Now the fighting relegation because. With a big, with a name that big, and coming back into Soweto, coming back to the people as well. It's there's so much excitement. So I hate to see them going down again. Mm-hmm. You know, and as for as for Tears Galaxy, I think they're doing their business proper. Mm. I think it's one team that is very doing their business very silently but proper. Yes. They know what they're doing. Yeah. With with acquiring Dan Malisela, it's it's the best thing that have done for themselves. Mm-hmm. I think that's one because that's a guy with vision. That guys, that's a guy that knows the proper proper how to play proper football. And you can see with this, with the type of players that they want to have within the team, they want to keep the ball. They want to play entertaining football, yet getting results. And with Danny has done so with with with, with cheaper when he didn't have so much quality players. Right now, Team Sugars will make sure that the team um, sustain their PSL status and will get him the players that he needs. He's not getting him everybody that he wants, but he gets the players that he needs. And I, I think that's... That's the most important thing. Other ones, they're just getting players that they want. I agree. I think the way Tim Sukazi is conducting his business, you can see there's a three to five year plan here. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. There's, there's no there's no panic stations. He knows what he's doing. He's under control. Right, let's finish top 10 or top eight this yes. year. Next year, we've got a bit more budget. Top six next year. You know what I mean? So I, I like what's happening there. So Teco, TTM, Swallows, Test Galaxy, where do you see them finishing next season? Uh, TS Galaxy... Fighting for top eight, yeah, I think that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Swallows, I think they'll be just outside number twelve. So is so is TTM. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I'm saying this if that's if they do sign properly in January, or maybe there are still players that they can find in the midst of the season that are free agent based on what. Uh, uh, what's given from uh, Bitfeds Vets. Sure. I think they can they can they can acquire top players there to come and help them. But if they don't, they go on the business the way they are, especially with not knowing who to, which coach to put in when you're playing top eight, that's a sign that something is not right. Mm. And you can tell from the beginning that there's 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 influence at the top. Mm. There's 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 people that are making decisions on the pitch at the top. Yeah. 
you know, and, and that's a bad sign. When you start like that, I've always said that most uh, Polokwane teams, they, they, they uh, not Polokwane teams, no, mostly Mpopo teams, they run the same. You know, the guys that are at the top, they want to make decisions on who to play on the pitch. And that becomes a problem. And they all they all doing the same thing, irrespective of who comes in. And you can see with the, with, with TTM as well, the decisions that have been made. It's it's it's. I think the biggest the biggest uh, goal here is to have full stadiums. But let's sign the players that with big names that will come in, and people will probably may buy tickets to come and watch. But they forget that we're still in COVID. There's no fans. We need to have a team. <laughs> You need to have a team to win uh, to get results. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I'd rather have a team that gets results than a team that is always full, but we don't get results. Because sure. I think that the PSL status is, 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 is more expensive than getting tickets. I yeah, think of course. they need to set their priorities right and find good players and, and actually have a coach that they can trust and coaches uh, a coach that are actually maybe they can give him a license to be able to pinpoint the players that he needs. Because you don't have to go for all these big players with uh, big budgets or whatever the case is. There's so many quality players. Sure. There's so many players that are out there. You just need to do your work. Your, your work. I mean, look at look at the Itiski Aslali. There's so many players that are playing in MTC and, and there's so many that you can get them from loan because other teams also, they can't give them opportunity to play. So I just think that sometimes it's, it's, it's the excitement of being in the PSL but not doing proper business. And once you're doing that, trust me, you won't survive in the PSL. Correct, correct. Uh, Masebe, uh, just quickly, TTM Swallows, TS Galaxy, where do you see them finishing next season? Uh, I, I, I see TS Galaxy uh, pushing, seriously pushing for, for the top eight. I won't be surprised if 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 they make it, like uh, finish as one of the uh, teams there. Um, uh, Swallows, uh, I don't think they will struggle. You know, um, I like their coach very much. He's a very good coach, Brendan Trotter. I like him too, yeah. Um, I think he will do well. I think he will do well. He may finish just like, like for, for, for a team that is new in the league, I think... Uh, uh, in a respectable position, let me put it that way. 10th, Th- that is between yeah. uh, just outside the top eight, but sure. not in danger of going down. Right. 10, 12 around there. Yeah. But uh, as for TTM, the way I'm seeing things now uh, and all the stories coming from their camp, uh, I think they will go down. Uh, I think they will go down. They will be fighting relegation. Scary. Scary, scary, scary. Well, that, that's a good segue into my next question. Um, that's leaving the transfer business and whatnot now. But um, and this is posed by our very own Simon. Thank you, Simon. He says, if a mysterious benefactor hands you 50 million rand, how would you go about setting up a football team that will be taken seriously? So obviously we're talking about TTM now and and what's been done and someone has come in with 50 million and and we're sitting here and we, we're talking about them and we're possibly not taking them seriously because how they're conducting business. But, Teko, where do you think it starts? I mean, the, obviously now, if you look at TTM, there's no juniors, you know, there's no development structures in place. Um, there's no sort of technical director in place. There's no coach in place. Um, mm. There's no squad in place just yet. But if you give them 50 million, where would you suggest it gets dispersed and how and, and where should the money be really spent? Personally, for me, I would... I need to have a. I need to know exactly what type of a team I'm trying to assemble, mm. what type of football we're trying to play, football that I like, that I will pay for to go and watch. Yeah. So once once we have identified that, 
you identify a coach that that can relate that message to the players before you even finding the players themselves. Because because number one, we know we know we know team owners don't watch the games. We know they only watch their own teams. It's very rare for a team owner to go and watch other teams play. Sure. So now most of the time the team owners they don't know the players. They just know the names. So it's important to have people around you that knows the game, that understands the game. And it's important to have a coach that can relay that message to the players. Once you have that coach, then you have the kind of conversation. It's easy now. Now becomes now which players now that can come in and fit into the system that we're trying to portray mm-hmm. as a team. Mm-hmm. I think that's those are the fundamentals that you need to do because you can have the players if you don't have the coach. You can always you you're always going to change the coach. You can see that's what's going to happen at TTM. They're going to always change the coaches coaches because now you want another chipper. You, yes, you want the coach to adapt to the player's style. But else it should be the other way around, where the coach needs to have a style of play, the players need to adapt to it. Yeah. So I think that's what's that's what the issue now. That's why they didn't have a coach. And then they're gonna play top play the series tournament. They don't have a coach. And even if they do have a coach, it's too late now to actually try and 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 have a system or style of play. You've you those are the things that you establish in the preseason. Mm. And especially if you're new into the PSL, those are the things that you need to take very, very seriously. When the minute they, they give you that letter of approval that now you're a PSL owner, you're, uh, you own a team in the PSL, the first thing that you're supposed to be doing, instead of signing Opa Manisa, sign a coach. Yeah. Because you can still quit Opa Manisa the next day. And, but sign and, a coach. and you build around that, yeah. You build around that. But the, the problem is the player, the teams are, especially the new ones, they're building. They're building the team around the players. But take those... a, a quick one. You, you look at someone like Gordon Ingerson, who who who's openly said now he wants to get back into it. Isn't that an obvious choice? Someone who knows the game, who's won trophies, who's keen to experiment, who's keen to coach again, who's who knows the ins and outs of the local game, who's travelled through Venda and Polokwane and whatnot. Is that not an obvious choice? I've got nothing against Gordon Ingerson, but I wouldn't choose him. He's been out of the game for so long, and the game has has has, has moved on, and uh, we've seen other things. I think I'll get I'll get a coach that has been active, coach the coach that knows exactly what's happening on the ground. Mm. For me, is there's there's like there's there's Clinton Larson, still a good coach. There's Mapeza, they're still a good coach. Mm. You know, there's coaches that are available that are still good coaches as well, and. Uh, if if you don't mind doing that, you sign it. You you get an experienced coach, and you get somebody that is younger to learn from them. The person that you know that in four or five years time, you're the person that you need to groom to come and coach the team. So you need to do that. But but you can tell that uh, with me, Gordon. If Gordon didn't leave, because Gordon left for so long, dude, it's been so long. And uh, once he left, look at the last time I saw Gordon coach was with Morocco Salos, was still playing in the PSL. That's how many years ago. You know, now there's new sponsor, there's there's VAR, hey, chick, there's so many things since Gordon left. And then now for me, <laughs> yes, he'll be the guy that I'll consider, I'll look at him, but it wouldn't be my first choice because my first choice will be a person that will come in with new things that are happening right now in football. Yeah. People that will come in and tell me and tell my players how to, how to play in between the lines. You know how to how to do how to break the offside, you know, how to defend and how to do that. Yes, Gordon Nicholson is great, but Look at now. Now we, we we need to we need to we need to move forward. We need to see more younger coaches because I believe that when when bringing back your 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 Gordon what are you saying to the younger coaches? We need to have more South African coaches, more especially the Limpopo teams. My plea to them is let's have more South African coaches coaching your teams mm. because they forever go to all these 
countries and they find these coaches that are just sitting at the bar to come and coach them here and then they change them after four months. It's always been a problem. Mm. Can we find good coaches that are coaching in South Africa? There's, there's David Notoan who's coaching MDC for, for Mameli Sundance. He's itching for a first team. Mm. There's so many coaches. There's, there's Dylan Shepard. Do you know how good Bitfus Vis was in MDC with Dylan Shepard? I mean, there's so many guys. Just to, just to mention the yeah. few, there's so Glenn, many guys. Glenn Salmon as well. There's Glenn Salmon yeah, as well. Yeah. So, so what about my, my saying is Sundowns took a risk with Beto. They didn't know what was going to happen, but they took a gamble with Beto and they supported him. I think teams should learn from that. You cannot buy success at times. You need to, you need to invest in your coaches. And most of the teams, especially the, the so-called smaller teams, they're not doing that. Mm. You know, with, with big teams, they've got the budget. They can, they can buy any coach they want. Mm. But the smaller teams, invest in your coaches. Have patience. Have a realistic goal. Don't, don't be a first season and you say you want to be in the top eight. Have realistic goals. Guys, let's survive, let's survive the PSL this time around. Let's look at what we need. Let's reinforce the team. Let's fight for top eight next season. Sure. After next season, let's try and win trophies. That's what you do. You're building for five years. But you can see other teams, they're just here because they're excited. Mm. They, they're looking forward to the PSL. They're looking forward to having conversations like, yeah, I also own a PSL team. But not forgetting the responsibility that comes with that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, it's <laughs> it's hectic, bro. There's so much exciting things happening in the future. Masebe, thank you, brother, very much. I appreciate your time and your your wisdom. Uh, thank you so much, guys. Uh, uh, it was a pleasure to be with you. And hopefully see you next week as well. No worries, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on Love swiftly, we are entering the international news desk with Mr. Kurt Buckfield, the happiest Man United supporter you will ever meet. <laughs> What's up, guys? What's up, Johnny? Take Are you my boy? Good, good. How, How are you, guys? Yeah, very good. Thanks, my brother. I appreciate it. So, so straight into it. Cristiano Ronaldo has tested positive. <laughs> I'm joking. Yep. For COVID nineteen. Um, yeah, look, it's been a it's been a dull week or week and a half of of international football. Um, if this is what's grabbing headlines, yep. a player testing positive or another player testing positive. Um, but yeah, I tested positive um, ahead of their game against Sweden um, on, on Wednesday night um, after playing in games against Spain and France, both normal draws. Um, but what's interesting, um, and this isn't necessarily why he caught uh, coronavirus, but what's interesting is there was a report earlier this week that we actually covered on Sokoladuma um it was in Football Italia and La, La Gazzetta dello Sport in, in Italy. Um, they said that Ronaldo actually went against club instructions um, after two members of staff at Juventus tested positive for COVID. Um, he and a few others were told to quarantine for an extra three days or something like that. But if he had gone for the full three days, he would have missed their game against Spain, which was just a friendly. So he probably could have missed it. Um, and, and there was a report saying nice. that, you know, he could potentially be in some trouble because of that. It was a few players um, mentioned. Um, I can't remember them all now, but Ronaldo was definitely among them. Um, mm. But yeah, so quite interesting. Look, again, doesn't mean that this is the reason, you know, this is how he caught COVID-19 by not staying in that quarantine for, for the required period of three days or whatever the club said. But quite interesting. But yeah, I mean, it's, look, yeah. guys, it's been a boring week of football. But let me hear your takes. Yeah, but but you, you you made a you made a valid point to me last night. Um, you said that you know with with like with Ronaldo testing positive for COVID nineteen, um, it makes you beg the question whether these international breaks are really necessary right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, look, on. Sean, it's the second international break this season. 
Um, actually, the, the most recent international break, which was early last month, early September, um, that was before mm. a lot of top uh, top leagues had already even started. So I just feel like it's unnecessary. Look, obviously, it's easy for us to say it's unnecessary, call off the games, but there are scheduled fixtures that have to take place. We, we understand that. Um, so it would have created maybe an even bigger problem, or maybe not a, a bigger problem, but it would have created a problem having to reschedule all these fixtures and find another appropriate time where all these uh, these games can go go through. But... Yeah, I mean, a lot of players have been traveling all over the world. A lot of players are testing positive for COVID. We saw in the in the most recent or last international break, it was Pogba and a few French players. Um, we saw Naby Keita now test positive, and he's flown with his African teammates. And I just feel like it's quite dangerous and, and irresponsible. So, you know, football is really, really mm. proactive. Um, well, you know, I say that. They probably weren't very proactive. But early on, they try to... You know, they, they called off uh, all the leagues and football was brought to a halt for three and a half months. Um, and there was this big collective effort to, to stop the spread and, you know, no fans in grounds, etc. When it came back, um, only for football to kick off again and for every single professional player that's ever played football to contract the virus. Yeah. Well, Kurt, there's actually class to yeah. talk about so get off thank you no there's nothing I mean look we could mention uh, Argentina beating uh, who was it Bolivia last night we could mention Neymar becoming Brazil's um, yeah. second uh, top goal scorer of all time he overtook Ronaldo Nazario um, he, he's closing in on Pele's mm. record um, which look that's a phenomenal feat and you know we we tend to appreciate players more when they're gone like you know we, we think of all the names that Neymar's up there with the, those goal scorers like Zico and Romario and Ronaldo and Pele but Neymar's you know he's, yeah. he's played yeah. more times than any of those other players for Brazil um, and it's only a matter of time I guess um, that he becomes the country's all-time top goal scorer and he's only 28 years old I mean it's pretty remarkable Jeez. that's frightening unbelievable but Kurt thank you so much Brad we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll chat We'll chat next week. Thank cool, you. guys. Lynchies. I really appreciate the Teco's input there. Cheers, lads. Yeah, thanks, thanks Teco. I appreciate it. <laughs> 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 There's nothing for him to say. All right, cool. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. I didn't want to talk about our own fans, you know. It was boring. <laughs> Cheers, no, good. No. Thanks, man. Anyway, fellas. Cool, guys. Cheers, Cheers, Cheers. man. Ciao, ciao. All right. All right. <laughs> so, moving on swiftly. MTN8. Fixtures and predictions, Teko Modise. First game up is TTM versus Supersport United, followed by Pirates Cape Town City. Then on Sunday, it's Chiefs versus Marisburg United, followed by Sundowns and Bloom Celtic. Teko, we'll start, we'll start with TTM at home to Supersport. Where, where is TTM's home ground? That is a good question. I don't even know. <laughs> okay. So anyway, TTM at home to Supersport United. Uh you know what, these cup games, these cup fixtures always, you know, there's always an upset, uh, but I just can't see it happening. I think with the, uh. the preseason that Supersport have had, which I've heard is very, very good, they've got a strong squad this season, watch out for them. And with what's happening at TTM, I'm going to have to go for a, a convincing Supersport win. Of course, and, and also you look at the history of Supersport in this, in this, in this tournament. Mm. You know, they always do well in this tournament, and I don't see them um, being knocked out in the first game against a team that is new, against a team that nobody knows nothing of. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's, it's going to be a challenge for Supersport, especially when you play against a team that it, nobody knows anything about them. But with what Supersport has in their books, the quality that they have, 
and uh, also they know how to win trophies. I think they stand a way, way better chance. I don't see them be uh, losing to TTM. Yeah, I agree. To answer your stadium question, Sean Obito Hoyando would be where they're playing. Ah, yeah. Toyando. Who is that? Toyando. Toyando. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. What a trip. Uh, right. <laughs> Pirates at home to Cape Town City. Six o'clock kickoff on Saturday. Big game. Whoa, Big game. That's, it's a, that's, that's a great yeah, game. It's, a, it's an interesting one. I'm, I'm keen to explore this Orlando Pirates midfield with you, Teko, and just see where it's going because at the moment it looks a bit confusing. Um, I don't know how Cape Town's preseason has gone. You might know a bit more than me, but uh, yo, it's a tough one to call. I'm going to go for a, a Pirates home win. It's, it's a tough one because we know this fixture. You know, even in the league, it's, it's very interesting and it's full of goals. Mm-hmm. And, um, but now their main threat, Cape Town City's main threat is gone. And I think yes. they haven't played any official game without him now. And I think that will also play a little bit of a role into that. Yeah. But like I said earlier on, I think Orlando Pirates are a team to beat this coming season. And uh, I think it's going to be a very interesting game, but Orlando Pirates will be vict- mm. victorious. Uh, who have they brought in to replace Erasmus at, at Cape Town City? I think there's a there's a foreign striker. Is there? I think it's from yeah, I think it's from Kenya or something like that. Okay. But the thing is, the thing is, like even if even if he is that good, you know, time for him to adjust. Yeah. You know, there's not too many uh, Nukovic stories. I was about to say, yeah, correct. You know, so I think he's gonna need time to adjust to it, and we know how Kemit was at, at Cape Town City. Sure. And. Uh, and, uh, and and you could see the system as well fit in very well because everything revolved around him. He's very deadly in the, in, in the box. Mm-hmm. But also, it gives this new striker an opportunity to showcase what he's about. But also, it's, it's not an easy game. Playing against the, one of the big teams in the country is your first game. You're yeah. clearly going to be judged. I'm, I'm just going to look at the game. You know, with that eye. That, <laughs> I think, that judgy I think eye. Me, yeah, because... Mainly for for Orlando Pirates, I just want to see where they're at. Mm. I think for me, I think that should they should set the tone for themselves. Sure. I think if they start better, because the thing is, like history has taught me that when Orlando Pirates is on form, the league becomes super interesting. Correct. So I think I think Orlando Pirates should do them justice. They should do them themselves justice, but also they're playing against a very tricky side. The side that keeps the ball, mm-hmm. the side that is fearless, disciplined. And Town City. Yeah. Disciplined team. Moving yeah. on, moving on, moving on. Chiefs against Maritzburg. Chiefs home game, Sunday, 3 p.m. in the sunshine. Um, Chiefs, I think, with Adnokovic for still a good couple of months. who's carrying a hamstring strain, I believe. Maritzburg United, as discussed, new signing Ellie Meza. Um, tough call. Uh, I'm going for a Chiefs home win, though. Um, <laughs> with, I think, old Gavin. Why? I, Why? I think, I think, I, I just... I just know Gavin and I know what he's installed in these players and there's nothing less than a victory in his pocket. And I think, um, and I, don't be surprised if Chiefs take this uh, MTN8 as well. That's my opinion. Nah, 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 nah. That's not going to happen. If that happens, Sean, I don't know. What? 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 If, if it doesn't happen, what? I don't know. We, we, we need to bet on something. I don't see Chiefs she's winning the topic. I'll tell you, I'll tell you though. I'll tell you, I'll tell you with Gavin Hunter, she's going to have a better season. Yeah. Um, they're going to be a very interesting team. Well, hold on, hold on. You said they're going to have a better season, which means they're going to win the season. Nah, better season in terms of maybe consistency. Okay. They won last season, but they played. They were better first round. Right. 
So I don't see them beating Maurice back. Oh. I'll tell you for one. Woo. I don't I don't I don't see them beating Maurice back. The reason is Maurice back they have the same players that they had last season. And they don't have any wounds. Yeah. So I think Kansas Chiefs are still hurting. People are still hurting yep. with what has happened. Yep. So it's, it's it's for players to come in into this big game because it's a big game for them. You know, this is this is a game that they need to restore the pride and restore the faith. And that's a big task. And against a team that actually kick your ass whenever you're on form still. Correct. So it's 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 very difficult. So that's what I'm saying. For Marysburg, they'll go in and try and enjoy the game as much as they can. Don't be surprised if Marysburg dominate the whole game, Chief. Okay. Don't be surprised. So we, we differ on that one, which is fair enough. And then uh, Mamelodi Sundowns against Bloom Celtic on Sunday at 6 p.m. Sundowns with the new three coaches and their <laughs> 300 million new signings. Um, I'm, I have to go for a convincing Sundowns win. Yeah, they agree with you. Convincing. Yeah. Convincing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so at least we agree on something. Right, that is it. MTN8. Moving on now to the car of the week. Boom. We have... Stellenbosch FC new goalkeeper signing Sage Stevens from Cape Town City who is just pictured with the new Hyundai Tucson. The new Hyundai Tucson is a crucial car for Hyundai. It rivals the Nissan Qashqai, the Seat Atecha and Ford Cougar. Fortunately for, for her Hyundai... Are you speaking English? Sure. Hyundai... How do you say it? Hyundai? <laughs> I don't know. It's Hyundai. all these names. I'm not sure Hyundai, what language man. you're speaking anymore. Okay, I'm saying Hyundai. Okay. Yeah. Fortunately for Hyundai... <laughs> the Tucson is really well executed all rounder that is pleasant to be in, easy going to drive and offers more painless ownership proposition than most, if not all of its rivals. The Tucson does very little wrong and a great deal right. What it does fall short down on though is the driver excitement. It is a little bit dull, ranging from 450,000 to 750,000 SA Ront. I give this a 7 out of 10. Boom. And of course, we end off with a little bit of motivation. This week from my boy, George Lebesi, all the way in the United States of America. America, dude. Growth is often uncomfortable, messy, and full of feelings you weren't expecting, but it's necessary. Hmm. And that's it. We sign off. Just Amazing. like that, Simon. You're going to close off for us, Just right? like that, yes. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll cap the show. Thank you very much for listening to us. Whether you've been listening on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Maheking 96.7 FM's Game Time. Thank you very much. Thank you, Teko. Thank you, Simon. Simon, you've done a great job. <laughs> thanks, thanks. <laughs> we don't need Slu next week. Slu who? Slu who? Slu-less. Thanks, guys. Today is a great day for car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> this is the car wash on the SL podcast. This is a car.